Thank you for picking up the Sticks. This is episode 121 Sticks Gaming Podcast. I am Mike Kernett. To my somewhere is Mike Stakarnia. What's going on? And to my other art, the Count of Monte Cristo Rosian. Have you ever had a Monte Cristo sandwich? No, but oh, when, I was, when you were telling me to focus, when you were telling me to focus on this, I, looked, I was looking over at the DVD rack. <laughs> and that's and the that's last a, movie you remember? I, like, I, need, I need a nickname for art. And that came up. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's where that came from. Fair enough. Monte Cristo sandwiches are amazing. You feel like I, death afterwards. I was like, I had one amazing. once and I wanted to die afterwards. Good old Bennington. They're deep fried sandwiches, right? Yeah. That's what it is. It's like a deep fried club sandwich. Yeah, right, there's like yeah. a bunch of ham in there, the one I had. And I, uh, <laughs> I did not feel good afterwards. The only real, like, kind of like, I don't even know what level chain restaurant this is. But you guys remember Max and Irma's? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's so get some cookies now. Yes, that was a thing. Like you would order uh, chicken like, tortillas too. I have. I don't even remember the. Food I don't know about that. But I know about but, cookies. Yeah, they they would they would make like the dessert would be you would order a half dozen chocolate chip cookies, and they would come out like on the pan. Like they would bake them. Like you, they <laughs> right. were, like, like yeah. I got three free cookies. Like in ten minutes, they're like, yeah, okay, cool. Put them in the oven. So they pull them out and they would put them on the table, like still on the oven, like hot, like right out of the oven. It was amazing. That's awesome. I was going to say I miss that place, but really, I just miss being able to go out and have a meal. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, uh, I, Karen, guess, I guess I miss, then I also miss Denny's and IHOP and all those other places. Karen asked me a couple days ago, she's like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, I want to go out and have a meal. That's all I want. Like, I haven't <laughs> eaten outside of the house in almost a year at this point. Side of Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll get a, get a Whataburger, a side of COVID and come back home. Beautiful, beautiful. The Whataburger sounds fantastic. Yeah, so Whataburger's <laughs> delicious. I where, where do you go? Where do you have a Whataburger? So Whataburger. The Dallas airport. <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh, they're so it's so good. It's so good. It, it puts In and Out to shame. In-N-Out it does. I did not once. It was okay. Can we just talk about food this whole time? I'm having a good time with this. I say right. <laughs> All right, well, steak. We need you to change your logo to some chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> or like chicken legs, drumsticks, it. whatever. We have rebranded mid mid show. This is episode one of the chopstick. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's still the sticks. Podcast. That's fine. It's, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's that's why the name was picked. It can be used in a variety of things. Oh my that's God. right. That really was. That was your that was the origin of it. But all right. Um, I think it's about video games or something because actually some uh, announcements happened. We had some shows, kind of virtual. Had a busy couple of weeks. Like busy couple of weeks. So. Let's get this party started. Steak, what you playing? All right. Uh, I wrapped up Yeast 9, Monstrum Nox. Um, took me 35 hours, and it was awesome. <laughs> it was great. I enjoyed every minute of it. The story paid off. It was so good. Um, yeah, like, I, I would have gone for the Platinum, honestly, if it wasn't for... Uh, there's a couple of trophies I saw where was one I was like, okay, that's going to take forever. And the other one was like difficulty. I'm like, nope, as soon as I see difficulty one, no, I'm good. Um, but uh, but other than that, it was absolutely awesome. Um, probably, actually, it might, it might be my favorite yeast game out of all of the ones. I've, the only ones I have not finished are the Japanese one, which is uh, one only, which is five, uh, seven. And I never finished it, but I got really far in it. Uh, which I, I did enjoy it, but um, but yeah, it's probably my favorite one. 
then after that, I jumped back into Persona 5 Royal because I um, actually picked up Persona 5 Strikers, but that oh, okay. takes place six months after this game. So I was like, you know what? And I, I, I want to get back. I've been wanting to get back to Persona 5 anyways. And uh, man, I forgot how, how great that game is. It's so good. It's so, so good. Um, so I'm probably at like the 30 hour mark now. I'm halfway through June, which is basically the two and a half months into the gear, game takes about a year total. Okay. <laughs> so it's gonna, yeah. Um, I looked up like on the, you know, that good old how, how long to beat website, oh, the average. That's one of those things oh. was like, I'm like, man, I'm glad I did that. Sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I didn't do that because it's, it's, it can really be discouraging. <sighs> Yeah, the average for Persona 5 Royal is 110 hours. Dang. That's just main story. That's like not the other extra stuff. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's huge. It's it's but it's like but it's funny because it's like it doesn't feel like every hour, like every time I'm playing and everything, it doesn't feel like a chore though. Like it's like I like I want to do stuff. Like it it like I just constantly am doing different things and progressing each day like you know because like some days you're forced to do certain things which is fine because it's very story based and then other days you have like you can do whatever you want you can go to bed if you want and then you do nothing or you can boost up your stats and all this other kind of stuff and like different doing different various things um which is cool um so but uh but yeah but like i said i i for, i just kind of i just that game was just so good um but What's happening now is exactly what happened the first time I was playing Persona 5 Royal, is that when I was playing it the first time, Final Fantasy VII Remake came out, so I got shelved. <laughs> well, I am now playing Bravely Default 2 on the ah. Nintendo Switch, so Persona 5 Royal has been shelved yet again. Um, that was weird. Uh, sorry, I was getting a phone call at 9 o'clock at night from some number. Um, Answer it but, live. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Um, so I'm already uh, nine hours into Bravely Default 2. Uh, it took me six and a half hours to get just through the prologue. Um, it is this. This is a classic JRPG where like the grind pays off. Let's put it that way. If you grind, it pays off. And um, it, 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 this one is just similar to how the ones on the 3DS were, where you. So there's a ton of jobs that you eventually can unlock for every character. And but the initial job is the freelancer job. Well, if you max out that job level, you get the, you can uh, assign these ability uh, these abilities that give you more JP points, which is basically job points. That's how you up and that's how you level up your jobs and get more skills and stuff. And um, so I spent all that time doing that. So now the rest of the game, I'm just gonna be like anytime I get a new job, I'll just be flying through leveling them up. Now it'll be like nice. way quicker um so but this game's great um it's hard it's it's difficult like the bosses are really tough um like i'm owning like enemies on the regular map i just had a boss battle that i went i, I it took me three tries to beat it uh, um and like because you have to really learn about like the different strategies and everything um and uh but yeah it's it's been great um i actually brought my switch downstairs so i could play on the tv which i never uh -oh. do i always play i always play handheld for these games but something about this game i was like i like the art style of this game I've done both. Man, it looks not so great on the handheld. It's in handheld mode, but it looks fantastic on the TV. Uh, the art style is very cool and really pays off on the TV. It doesn't look good, like in terms of like it's like muddy graphically, or is yeah, it just, like, too small. No, it's muddy. Okay. I, I mean, it's it's it, and it is smaller because like like the way the 3D. So the way like it kind of works with like 
it's very similar to if, you've, if anyone's ever played the 3ds version um from really default where like you can kind of like zoom out on like the main town and stuff and it's very tiny mm. and it, it, there's a lot there's a lot of things going on so like it, it is kind of hard to see on a smaller screen a little bit but i mean i i was kind of using that from the first couple of games so it's not that big of a deal um but no but muddy like it's crazy like all the cr- characters on the tv are very sharp they look great mm. this it's like you see like pixels and stuff like it's like it's kind of crazy like it yeah it, weird. it, it drops like I'm thinking it, it's got to, it definitely drops the like, because oh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which didn't look great handheld either. Um, and that was like around 540p. So this might be a little bit more than that. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, so I would put it somewhere between 540 and 720 probably. Okay. But uh, so it looks kind of weird, but it's but it's good for like the grinding parts. Like I don't care. So like what I would do, so if I'm doing like grinding, it's like cool. I'll just chill on the couch, grind because I'm just enemy after enemy after enemy. But then once like one events the story, I'll pop it on the the TV so this way I can get a nice visual and everything. So but it's cool. I'm really really enjoying it. Nice. Are you playing? Yep. Art. Right. Yo. What's playing? Uh. Right. So. I'll work this so I can transition it over to you easier. Uh, so I got I finally got around to finishing the campaign in uh, Black Ops Cold War. Oh yeah, what'd you think? Um, it was fine. Yeah, was, you know, you, typical uh, typical Black Ops stuff. Though, you know, the end gets kind of trippy. Um, so when I played through. I finished with the good ending, mm-hmm. and then afterwards I went online and looked, and looked up a video of the the bad ending. The bad ending is so much better. From an entertainment perspective, yeah, I saw I saw that too. <laughs> I did the same exact thing. Like the 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 good ending, you 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 go through and clear an area, and okay, the game's over. Mm-hmm. And the bad ending, there's like you go in and there's a fight, and then you do this, and it's so much better from from an entertainment perspective, not from a, what would happen to the world perspective. Yeah, totally. It, it, yeah, yeah. I don't, how? Yeah, I don't know how you say that any better without spoiling like, pretty much everything but no i totally agree with it i did, I did the same thing it's like one of those things like i anytime anytime i know there's more than one ending to a game like i'll finish it it was one of those things where it's like all right just reload a save and replay it i'll just do that but like you know i'm not gonna replay 100 hours of red dead redemption so i wanted to see the other ending so right i, I i'll always go to youtube to find find that out but like i did the same thing with call of, call of duty i, I was like it's very different. Like they're yeah. very, very different. And like the reason I just went with the good ending is because it involves you at one point either telling the truth or telling a lie, and I didn't want to yeah. choose tell a lie and then have the guy like shoot me in the head and I have to redo that whole section over again because it was kind of annoying getting to that prompt. Yeah, right. Um. So there was that. I also played the uh, the outbreak zombies mode they have. Okay. Where it's basically, do you remember that the the, the four person squad fire team mode where you have to collect uranium and fill the things and yes. So it's basically you're doing zombies in there and there's like waypoints on the map where you you know different things you can go do and there's I think there's like one or two like objectives you have to clear in the map before you can teleport to the next one and when when you teleport that's when the difficulty ramps up to like you know tier two and the further and further you get the more. Uh, Elite zombies start showing up, so that's you know heavily heavily armored ones or ones that you know have goofy powers and shit like that. Um, so it's interesting. It's not something I'm gonna you know I'm sitting there checking the time to get out of here and go play tonight. I mean, every now and then I'll jump in and you know play a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's fine. 
Uh, I played the Outriders demo. Okay. Um, so that's a, it's a cross between like Destiny and The Division. So it's like a squad-based third-person shooter where you know you go and cover everything, everything, but based on the class you choose, you have some kind of powers, and you can do special attacks. And the only way to regain health is to basically you have to do damage to enemies and. The way you have to do it varies based on which class you choose. So there's one that's a uh, a pyromancer, so you have to basically set enemies on fire and then do damage to them to regain health. Um, are these like humanoid enemies, or these are like monsters and stuff that you're fighting? Humanoid. Okay. They may actually just be... In the demo, you just, <laughs> just see... just humans. In the, in the demo, you just <laughs> see humans, yeah. Okay. Like, the boss fights are, you'll run into what's called another altered person, which that's what you are, you know, you're, you're a human who got powers from this okay. toxic space storm, or whatever the, the hell the story is, I don't know. Naturally. Um, the gameplay in the game's fine, I like, I mean, like I said, it's, I like it better than Division, because, you know, you do have the, the abilities in there, so it kind of changes up the gameplay a little bit. Um, I always found the Division to be kind of bland for my taste, I mean, you have guns, and you have maybe a turret or a drone or something. Um, and this, you know, you can light people on fire or teleport across the map and get behind them or, you know, a number of different ways to attack based on what skills you have unlocked. Um, so yeah, it, it's interesting. I mean, the, I don't think the storytelling in it's great. Um, there were a lot of, you know, granted it's a, it's a demo and not a beta, so I don't know how to take this. Um, but there was a lot of like issues with like missynced audio to the video. Mm. And then there's things that they do in there that you can tell, like, they're... The, the one example, which you probably you might have seen on Twitter or somewhere on the internet by now, is, like, there's a cutscene cut where literally the cutscene is your guy jumps over, like, a three-foot gap. Yeah, I've seen that. And you see that, and you're like, okay, you guys are very obviously hiding something in the background, you know, loading or whatever the hell it is. Um, just a lot of, a lot of questionable choices like that that, I mean... Kind of make me pause and be like, is this something I really want to pay full price for when it comes out? Or, you know, wait till it goes on sale or whatever. I bet. But I mean, like, when you're in there and, you know, fighting against the enemies, it's it's a fun game. Um, so, I mean, I'll keep an eye on that. I mean, I'm hoping they're going to fix the problems that are very obvious in the demo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those things, too, where, like, it's not just me. I asked, like, Vegas and Andy, I play with them. I'm like, are you guys seeing the same thing on your end? Like, yeah, we're seeing the same audio desync issues and awesome cutscenes where you jump over a, a three foot gap on a bridge. Um, so I, I'm I'm kinda keeping an eye and ear out on that one to see what they say after their uh I don't think it launches until like first week of April, so I theoretically theoretically they have some time to get some patches out there. Um we'll see. I mean it's also like you know, like the de- like Destiny and the division, like those games are, are up. Uh, those games are drastically different, like you know, a month or two into it than they were when they launched too. So like, yeah, I'm sure there's gonna be all kinds of stuff they're gonna add if they wanted to. I mean, yeah, those games do get very different as the, I guess the release cycle goes on. But these, I mean, I don't think I ever saw issues in either of those games. Granted, this is not Ubisoft or Activision Bungie putting a game out. This is you know a smaller studio. So, but still, yeah. I, it's I mean. Yeah, we'll wait and see. So I, I don't even know what full price is re- for retail on that, so uh, who knows? Pretty sure it's fifty nine. Ooh, <laughs> might might be waiting a bit on that one. 
Uh, and the last game that I played was I finished uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Mm -hmm. um, that's a transition. Yeah, that's a transition. About. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally got through it. Uh, so after the last time, I think the last time I talked was after the first time I tried the final, the, the Millennium Tower. Yeah. Uh, so the, the final, like, showdown thing, and um, I died at the one boss who, you know, can kill you with one hit, which... So after that, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go back. Because even when I was fighting him, it was like, it was a grind to get his health down when I was fighting him. So I'm like, I'm going to go around and just dick around and unlock some more stuff and upgrade weapons. And I think I, like, spent, like, ten hours just screwing off in the game. <laughs> and then eventually I'm like, all right, I, I'm I'm level 70 now. He was definitely <laughs> not level 70. I, I think I'm equipped to go back in there and handle this. And knowing that he had that, you know... That that one hit capability. I'm I'm looking at like all my gear and everything. And I'm like, what can I do to counter this? There has there has to be a way. And of course, I looked at my gear. And I'm like, oh, I got that thing. That might do it. Oh, I have this skill. That might take care of it. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, that worked. So, um, it, it was actually pretty easy to breeze through that. All the enemies in that tower, you know, being level seventy, which they're all like level sixty, I think, you know, tops. Um. I thought the ending of the story was uh, it was entertaining. It was pretty good. Uh, definitely a uh, out of nowhere RKO there at the very end. Uh, yeah, but I, I enjoyed it. You know, and I got to the end, and you know, it, it's like okay, you've unlocked the whatever it is premium adventure now, where you can just kind of free roam right. and do all side the you know, side stories you missed and things like that. And I was like, oh, I'm looking at the trophies, and I, I'm like, 15 trophies short, and I'm like, okay, that's easy, that's easy, that's e easy. What's this one? And there's a trophy to complete the true final Millennium Tower. And I went online and looked up what's involved in that. It involves like a whole other playthrough. I'm like, nope, nope. You got 70 yeah. hours of my time. I loved it. I'm out. The platinum's <laughs> yeah. not that important to me. Yeah, and I, I finished it too. And our finishing before me is, and he kind of gave me some pointers. Like, yeah, if you get into like the you know 70, you're probably fine to get to that final thing. And you know, I got until I, I got my main crew to like 75, 76. Jeez. Kind of on accident. Like, I, I kept, like, I had, they have, you know, these little, each one of your characters can have like two of the two uh, items that you can put on them to, you know, increase attack, magic, you know, whatever. But I, I, I had one that I had two different items that both boost XP by 50%. Right. So I would just like I would go through a dungeon and put it on Ichiban, and I'd be run and I put them both on him though. Oh, so okay. I'd run through that dungeon, getting two percent, two two times XP. Yeah. I run I run to that you know that magic bomb that has like four hundred thousand XP. <laughs> Was yeah. it the uh, the invested vagabond? Yes. And so like I'd be drinking that Kawa I'd be drinking the Kawami juice for everybody else to get their XP <laughs> going. I, I had their job I had their job XP token that got them like extra XP for their job as yeah. well. So I was I ran through that dungeon four times, one time with each one of my characters having that two x two x xp. So I was just like, I just mowed so, down. So you were getting like a million xp for that person every time you saw <laughs> one of those guys. It was it was nuts. Like I said, I'm I'm ranking up. I, I'm like sixty eight, sixty nine. I'm and I'm ranking up still with just that one fight. So yeah. that's how much yeah. that's how much you would get from that one guy. Um. So yeah, like Ichiban was like seventy six. 
my, my main crew was, it was Ichiban, Zhao, um, Eri, and Namba. Because, I mean, Namba had a crazy fire attack. Eri was just my... Hell, oh, yeah. I, everyone was held. I just kept doing the... She had, like, her phone, and she takes a picture of the guy, and then, like, drops his, like, accuracy down. Mm-hmm. So I just kept doing that over and over again with the guy with a one-shot kill. So, like, I would have a pretty good, you know, pretty good chance to dodge or, or block it. Um, but, yeah, like, I found no challenge <laughs> in, 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 in those last couple of fights. I was way overpowered. But I did the same thing you did, too, Art, where I was just, like, I, A, I got to that point, but I, every single time I finished a dungeon, I would go do the management thing, make three million yen a couple of different times. I would go to the the weapons crafter lady. Yep. Get that all like all the, rom- the romance workshop. Yes, romance workshop. And then I would do. I would go that. All right. What do I need? All right. I would go. Then I would go to the other tower to get the ruby or something nonsense I needed. And then I would go to, you know, the Mario Kart section. And they had the guy right next to it had all the materials. So I just buy all the stuff and go back and. And then you building and buying and building and managing. And then you run in circles in the park to grab bugs. Because for some reason you upgrade weapons with that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, So I would just kept just doing that over and over and over again until I got like, I was, I almost, and all, again, all four of my main guys had like those weapons that glowed like purple. Yeah. So like they were almost to like the maximum of their weapons too. So it was just, I was just mowing people down. Like it was, there were some times where I would just like go into a fight. There'd be like three of them. I would do like Nanba's well done fire attack and just wipe them all out in one blow. Like, all yeah. right, well, bring on the next people. Yep. Um, <laughs> and that being said, I was exactly where Art was, where I saw like the super challenge ultra mega tower, whatever the hell it's called. I'd be like, nope, I am, I am good. I am done. <laughs> I, am happy I, with the... I saw the name on it at first. I'm like, okay, I'm already overranked for where I should have been at the end of the game. Exactly. Maybe, maybe it won't be that much to get this. And I saw it. So there's the Millennium Tower, there's the final Millennium Tower, and there's the true final Millennium Tower. And it's like the final Millennium Tower, I probably could have gone in and maybe had a shot at finishing. Yeah. But then I read like what's required for the last one. It's like you have to have a 99 job skill on all your characters and like a 30 something for, for another job on all of them. I'm like, no. No. I got, I got other things to do in life. Which the kicker then too is like I texted Mike like, Earlier than that, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I just look what's required in that. Like, I've, I've given this game 70 hours of my time. I had a good time. I'm out. And like, not four hours later, I'm sitting in the basement getting ready to play video games. And my kid comes up and he's like, "Are you gonna play the game with the guy with the goofy hair?" I'm like, "What goofy hair?" And he picks the case up off the TV stand. I'm like, "Oh, God. Yeah, I guess let's play it." <laughs> And like I, just, I and like after I finished, I was like, all right, here's what I'll do. I'll go around. I was my my plan was to like, all right, I'm gonna finish all the sub stories, like the side missions, and then see where I'm at after that. And the ones I was missing, literally all of them were the cart related or like romance related. And I was just like, ah, I'm not investing in either one of those right now. So yeah, I, yeah, I think I am as well. I am super happy with my with my 80 hours I got out of that game that I was just gonna try for game of the year talk. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I absolutely adore that game, though. That is so... You go from, you know, getting shot and left in a dumpster to, like, you know, CEO of the biggest company in in, in the in town, and I'm calling in orbital strikes from a, from a satellite dish, and there's all kinds of nonsense. <laughs> so it's like, 
it's 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 a crazy journey. The only the only thing, the only thing I was I was like, oh my god, this is happening. Was near the end of the game, they have like kind of like a political drama happening, mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to be managing a election, like I was going <laughs> to be a campaigning or something. Because everything else is happening in that game, like you know, You're like, right? <laughs> oh, cool. That would have been cool. Game. Let's do it. So <laughs> I was neat. down for that. That, that. that just didn't happen. Which, which again, yeah. at that point in the game, I was okay with that not happening because it, it was it was much later on. But I was just like, all right, do I got like pick speeches? Like, is it going to be like I got like like when you're doing the 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 the, the management piece of it. Like you have like these investor meetings where you're like knocking down questions and, and you're trying to like it's kind of like a it's like a mini game. I was I was for sure I was going to be having like a, a debate where I was knocking down the other guy, I, I know doing the right questions and just all kinds of stuff. And it just it didn't happen. But that was my only thing. I was just like, oh, this is going to happen, and it didn't. Um, but yeah, overall, man, like that's one of those things. Like th- this game really shocked me how much I loved it. Um, I don't really feel a need to go back to the other Yakuza games just because it's so different than the other ones are. Like if if the if the other ones were like the same like turn based like this one was, I think I'd be down for playing it again. Yeah. But just being like brawler games, I don't feel like compelled like I have to go back to zero and start from scratch. Yeah, and this, I was asking Stake about what order to play them in because it's well, my only reason is like my Xbox is in the front room. I can play that while the wife and kid are playing their switches. So, you know, I got to play something on there. No, for sure. <laughs> The answer is Peggle. Peggle 2 is the answer. Ooh, Peggle is an answer. <laughs> Peggle's a very good answer. Well, the new version of Judgment is coming out in April. If you guys want to jump okay. on that. Because that is like, yes, it's brawler style, but it is but it is different in terms of like, it's more of a detective story and stuff like that. And it's fantastic. It was very good. Um, I'm that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So... If you're looking to get back, kind of in that world at least, because it, it it is still it still takes place in the world and everything. Yeah. So. I uh, and after I finished, I was you know poking around on the internet to you know I was on Reddit looking at like the Yakuza uh, subreddit, and boy, opinions are very strong one way or another on that game. It seems like really? a lot of the a lot of the like Yakuza diehards like hate the turn-based combat and the uh, RPGness of it. And there's people who love that game who are like kind of in the same boat that you're in, kind of in the same boat that I'm in after playing for a little bit. Like, eh, I don't really need to play the the brawler game style. It's not not my cup of tea. If I'm gonna yeah, play, play a brawler, there's other stuff out there I'd rather play. Yeah, and, and honestly, too, I think it's, it's super smart for like the Yakuza people to switch it up at this point because they had what seven games before this one because it was six plus zero, yeah. right? Plus zero. Yep. So like new character like new style like i think that makes a lot of sense in terms of just like a jumping on point for right. for the series right and and like the only reason i would even entertain the thought too is because i think they're all on game pass right now too so like yep. like you said so like if, i mean not ju- i think all of them except for six which is coming it's coming it's coming yep so yep. like maybe i'll take a spin on them at that point but like i i think that them really changing up the whole I would if if Yakuza Like a Dragon was another Yakuza game, I probably wouldn't have tried it, just because I'm I'm now, you know, eight games into this series now, <laughs> right? And like and I, I probably wouldn't have felt and with a new character and whatever it is. Like I think this is it was super smart for them to try something new, but I mean I can I don't know when you get seven Yakuza games, like it's, it's kind of I think it'd be kind of hard as a fan to be like 
I think I can go for an eighth. And if, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like you've got seven of them for crying out loud. Like, it, <laughs> I think it's time for a change. The stories are so good. Like, that's the thing. Like, like you guys, as you see in like, like a dragon, like the way the story is, the story is just fantastic. The way yeah. it's told and everything. And like, all the other games are just like that. Like, like I understand like the the, the brawler stuff and aspects too. Cause like after when I was going through them all this past summer, like I was feeling fatigued from yeah. the same style, like throughout all, I mean, variations, but still technically the same style, but the story, that's what just kind of, that's what kept me in. Just kept me going. Yeah. Yakuza Like a Dragon is amazing. Go try it. It's always on sale. I saw it for like 25 bucks. It, yeah, it, it, it's you can shop them like a couple bucks on Amazon, it's, it's like every other sub thirty dollars <laughs> on both yeah. platforms at this point. It's a steal. Honestly, the, the the one thing yeah. I uh, so the 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 PS five upgrade came out, so I downloaded that last night. Mm. Um, played for like ten minutes, maybe. Um, I did not see much difference in the the resolution mode. The frame rate mode, very smooth. Oh yeah. What's well, so, like the even play, even super, yeah. even playing the game like I was playing through it I'm like I don't really see how you can make this like look that much better by bumping it up to 4K or whatever I'm like it's it's a pretty good looking game um and then yeah I, I played it on 4K for all I'm like meh not seeing much here but then that yeah I popped on the uh, performance mode and yeah that was that was pretty smooth and you you both played that on Xbox so the loading screens where they give you like the tips on the loading screens. Did those just like blink by for you guys? Yep, pretty much. So I, I like I, I didn't even I didn't pay attention to that on the PS5 version, but like I turned on a a, a gameplay video that, that that someone had done of the game. They were playing on uh, uh, Series X, and like they you know started from the beginning and they got to that first screen and it like it flashed and went away. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. Um, <laughs> point, yeah the, the 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 tips are completely pointless. You can't you can never get to them. I read them all so many times. <laughs> I get to the point where I wasn't even reading them. Like, if you press X, you can go, or press A, you can go to the next screen. Mm-hmm. So they come up. I just jam on A, see how many I can get through. <laughs> like that would be the game. That's what I would do on the load screen. That's it for me. On to you, That's Mike. It. So, I played a few more things after you. I finished Yakuza, and then I finished another game the same day because it's shorty. Um, yeah, me too. That's when I finished Call of Duty. <laughs> uh, I played all the way through Super Liminal. I bought it. Oh. It was on sale. I bought on. I bought on Xbox. Um, Super Liminal is like it's a it's a puzzle game that really messes with perception. So like you know that like the old the game you play when you were a kid when you see someone like across a room and you would like pinch their head like with your fingers yeah. from far away. So imagine if you could like pinch their head and then you would look down at the table and you can actually like drop their head to be that small like in front of you. That's what the game is. So like wherever the furthest distance you can see that's when the item is placed and that's and it but it always stays the same size so if i were to pick up like my cell phone and push and and look up all the way across my room here in the basement and then drop it it would be the size of like a dining room table because it's all the way over there and it looks gigantic when it's when i'm when i'm holding it close to my face and that's all well all the puzzles are built a lot of puzzles are built around that but it's not just that perspective. A lot of it is, some of it is like color-based stuff. Some of it looks like, some of the puzzles are like, that looks like a wall there, but it really isn't because um, like the wall is white, but the door is also white. 
so you can't see it at all until you like just are like around the corner a little bit like oh what's that like sliver of like color and you go in there and you, all of a sudden you see the door um you do things like i'll look in a hallway and i'll see a door and then you'll go to that door and the it's not a door it's like a weird you know it's like a it's like a square that's been like protruded from the from the wall but it looks like a normal sized door when i'm down the hallway but then i move a little bit and the door is just like not even there um it's all kind of stuff like that in this and and the game very very much so has like the portal vibe to it where like you kind of you start off by going from like room to room then all of a sudden you're like you're outside these rooms and you're kind of like in the inner workings of like a factory but it all happens within your mind because this superliminal i think it was a company it's called but it's basically like sleep therapy so like you're asleep while you're but you're awake in your mind doing these puzzles for some kind of sleep therapy reason. I don't know. It's, it doesn't matter. Um, but all of a sudden, like, you start breaking down these puzzles and you get these these notices from the doctors being like, uh, if you want to, you know, not... But it's kind of like tongue-in-cheek. Like, if you don't want to, you know, have life-altering, crippling migraines, don't go down this door, like, hallway. <laughs> but you have to go down the hallway. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where it's like, you're constantly having to go against the narrator and, and things like that to, to get everything done. Um but the game absolutely spirals out of control about like halfway into the game. Like it just gets wild. Um, and like I said, that's when they kind of get away from like the perspective of like the items and into perspective of like your entire surroundings, like everything is up for grabs. Um, I mean, you have to like line up images from like, you know, you can be the, in a room and there'll be three different objects in front of you. Um, and they'll have like a small amount of a picture in them. And you gotta line them all up, and then once you line them all up, you can pick up the the, the the item that's in the picture, and just like it's really hard to explain without actually seeing video of it. I'm sure it's been on some different like I think it's on a, it was on like a Nintendo, Nintendo Direct back in the day. Um, yeah, but yep. you can fin- you can finish the game in like three four hours. Um, but man, it is really really good. Uh, it doesn't quite reach like the portal standard um, of like excellence. It doesn't quite meet like the Stanley Parable like totally mind you know mind fuckery and funny it has spices of all those things um but it is very very good like this is one of the things also i sell quite a bit for like 10 11 dollars i would totally recommend it for that, t- that price point um especially if you like puzzle games just and just to see all the weird places it goes and there's all kinds of hidden stuff like things like when you break the puzzle and you're in an area you shouldn't be there's something going to be there there's either going to be a collectible there they have uh special rooms that are just like constellation rooms. So you go in there and it's like this big dome. It's just stars everywhere. And you got to stand in a certain spot and look up at certain stars that make a constellation that ends up being an object that you're collecting. Um, it's just cool. all kinds of stuff. And, and it doesn't really, it does not hold your hand really at all. Like it kind of just like throws you in and sees and try to see what you can do. And there's some times where it's like, man, that thing's way too big. Like I made the thing way too big. What do I do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's cool yeah it's, it's really really neat uh, I would definitely check it out um, on the other end of the spectrum I, I started playing Battlefield 5 um, I just want to I just want to try to play a shooter I got you know again I got on, it's on Game Pass I was like I want to try it out I never, I never played it uh, I, it starts off really cool it's like it's the same as it did in Battlefield 1 it's like the vignettes like it's a bunch of small stories um and the the game starts off with like give me a little piece of each individual story, um, and then you get to pick which one you want to do. So I did the I just there they have one from like 
45, 46, 47, 48. Like, there's like during chrono, they can be in chronological order. You can play them in any order you want to. But I was like, okay, well, I'm going to play it in the chronological order. Boot, boot up the first level, and instantly I'm like, something's, something's not right here. Um, and uh, the, the, the cutting of the cutscene is just so bad. I can't even like sugarcoat it. It's just really, really bad. Where like I'm this, I'm a, you know I'm a guy who was in prison and they end up recruiting me because I'm a, I'm a shyster and they're trying to do shyster work in World War II. Um, and it's like that my my commanding officer is giving me the plan of what we're doing and they keep cutting they keep they cut to him and they cut to me and they cut to him they cut to me they cut to him they cut to me cut to him cut to me <laughs> cut to him cut to me and the entire time they cut to me I'm just like just staring. <laughs> like my characters are staring at my at, at the commanding officer, just like listening, not emoting or anything. Just like to, for no reason, they keep showing me over and over again. And the commanding officer is like, you know, pointing towards the stuff. Like we gotta do this, we gotta go here, we gotta do that. I'm like, why are you? Why are you showing me do nothing over and over and over again? <laughs> so that was like off putting. Then like they get me into the mission, and the very first thing you do is you use some binoculars to like look off in the distance. And I'm doing that, and all the textures are fucked. All of them, like they're all they're all terrible, like super muddy, super terrible. They all they look like you know PlayStation Two graphics, and it looks like that for a minute until everything finally starts to like pop in individually, and I can see like the seams of everything as it pops in. <laughs> and so I'm just like, all right, what the hell's going on here? Then I get I you know I I I go down this slide, <laughs> and I get to where I'm going, and you're supposed to be kind of stealthy, and of course I'm terrible at it because it's my very first run of this game. Um, and I end up having to like, you know, fire on a couple different enemies. And then there's a pack of four enemies, literally probably 60 yards away from where I'm at. And they're looking at me. They're looking at me. I just killed these people. <laughs> it's very loudly. Not like, you know, I, I'm and, and they don't, they look at me and they're like, and they, and they just keep looking at me. They don't move. They don't do anything. They just keep looking at me. So I'm like, I, I guess I'm cool. I guess I'm fine. Then I, I find I, there's a flat gun, like a, a, an anti-air gun. I get into that. I turn it on the four guys that are just staring at me because they're creeping me out. And I fire <laughs> at them. And all four guys are glitching over the world like crazy. You know, like when they're, like, they're like, kind of like flopping around, like when like right. their, head, their feet are over their heads. <laughs> and they're just like looking all over the place and they're sliding around like in the level. I'm like, this is just like broken. Like this is just completely broken. And I all oh, that frostbite engine. <laughs> it was unbelievable because it's like this game is kind of old at this point too. Like it's been out right. for a couple of years. I knew it had some trouble when it first came out, but my god, <laughs> I don't recall it ever doing anything like that when I played it on PS4. Oh goodness gracious! And then like. I, I get to that level, and like I'm just kind of like I, I'm playing normal, so I'm not I'm playing like I'm easy. I'm playing like I'm normal. Right. I'm just mowing through. I'm just walking through. I'm like, all right, boom, you're dead. Boom, you're dead. Boom, you're dead. <laughs> and it's like it's like I feel like everyone's reacting funny to me. Like it, it's just like <laughs> I I don't know. Like it 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 was just a terrible introduction to the, to that game. It's like I can't do this anymore. I'm I'm like. I got to get out of here. So how long <laughs> into that did you stop and finally realize, oh, I should have downloaded Bad Company instead? <laughs> uh, pretty much immediately. Yeah. When, 
when when the mud looked like mud like you know like it was, when it was muddy mud i should have been like i should need to get out of here um so that's enough talk about battlefield 5 uh i played uh i thought there was a GameStop that was closing someone in my area so i like i bought it was, a, it was like a weird like cross-section of games but with like a, a no, you with a weird cross section of games, get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, Dead Rising Four, I bought. I didn't play it yet. Dead Island, and then Yoku's Island Express. So I only bought games with Dead and Island in it. I, if it doesn't have either one of those, I wouldn't buy it. I'm <laughs> shocked you bought that. Dead Island because that's like a double negative, so they would just cancel each other out. And... <laughs> it was literally forty cents. So I was just like, it, it was it was one of those impulse buys at the register. It was like, it was like buying a candy bar. And I was like, oh, sure. And I went, I'll buy that too. It's worth it for um, 40 cents. Yeah, for sure. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Backwards compatible. Let's do this. Um, yeah, so I, I played a, probably, I played about four or five hours of Yoku's Island Express. Um, it's like a side-scrolling pinball game is the best way to do it you play as a beetle and you're like rolling this ball around um and, and you're actually the the island express portion of it is a mail service so like i i've become like the new postman of this area um and i go around this island delivering letters but as i'm delivering letters i'm getting like tasks from people you know like go here get the toolbox go bring the toolbox back to this guy and he'll build a bridge for you go to the next section like those type of things but in between them we have like small like pinball sections where you actually using like L two and R two to move like fl- move flippers, and it's like a little pinball game like in in these little sections. Some of them are kind of small, some of them do get much bigger. Like it's and becomes almost, um, it's it's like the the really hard traversal pieces from like Guacamelee or or Ori, where it's just like you kind of you gotta be really precise with your with your movements. And sometimes it's not always great to do that with pinball. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it'd be a little unpredict- <laughs> unpredictable. So it's not quite as like, oh man, I pressed the wrong button. Is it feeling like, oh man, right. it, didn't, it didn't bounce right. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> that was one of those kind of like, it was a little frustrating piece of it. But I mean, it's, it's a totally cute game. It's totally fine. Um, I might jump back into it, especially because like everyone's, I, I feel like I just pop an achievements left and right on accident. So yeah. it's one of those things where like, when I'm doing my Microsoft rewards points hunting thing I'm doing now. I need to get a couple extra rewards points. I might just jump into that, play it again. I don't feel I need to like really get into it, but it was fun. Again, that cost me like two dollars, so nice. I feel happy about that. Last but not least, um, I I bought Mario 3D World and Bowser's mm-hmm. Fury pack. Um, Mario 3D World, I it's a, I, I played on a 3D or one of the kids 3DS. They had it on their on their DS. I never really super got into it. I was like, oh, but I'll give it a try. Um, I still have a little bit of problem with that perspective of Mario. I don't know what it is about that. It's like I feel, I die a lot. Like I, I I play Odyssey and I play like normal Mario and I'm like kind of mowing through like I'm doing okay. But like there's something about the perspective that just messes with my brain and like my Mario sensibilities that it just doesn't quite work. Like like my muscle memory isn't there because it is that it's just a little bit um overall, but. I do like it a lot. Like I, it's it's the first two worlds I mowed through. Like they were super easy, but I got to world three and it's like this is a whole different thing going on now. Like I, yep. I, 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 you know, I'm not collecting all the stars. I'm not getting the stamp. I'm not getting everything I need to get as I'm going along. But um, yeah, totally. I mean, it's a Mario game. I love it. Um, I played about an hour of Bowser's Fury. That is more like it's closer to like Odyssey and Galaxy, where it's like over Mario's shoulder. But it's 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 in 
3D World's like engine. Like it's it's the same like same movement, same uh, same uh, same physics, same same jumps and same everything like that. Um, but it's uh, kind of an open world where you have little sections that you can just go to any time. That they have like the the they call it cat shines in this one. Um, <laughs> It's very. This is very cat heavy, though. By the way, Bowser's Fury is very, very oh, yeah. cat heavy, cat Mario heavy. Um, so you you collect them like each one. Each little section has like five cat shines, and it feels very much like, again, like Mario sixty four or, or Odyssey. When you go in there, you know, like you can get those those cat shines most for the most part in any order. Uh, but every time you go back, every time you go in there, like you can collect all kinds of things. The difference in this one. Is Bowser is like covered in the same like black paint from like Super Mario Sunshine, um, so he is the Bowser's fury is like he's just he's super mad. I mean Bowser's always pretty mad, but now he's super <laughs> mad, and he's right. like and, and he's huge, and he'll just kind of randomly show up from time to time and kind of wreck what you're doing. But you sometimes you need him to show up to like because only he can with his fire breath can knock out certain blocks. So you almost kind of like gotta wait for him or coax him to come out. To, to knock those blocks out too. So it's like kind of a good and bad thing when he shows up. But every once in a while you get to you you tap the giant mega cat bell and they become like, you know, I don't know, what's the what's the what would be a cat Godzilla? You be you know, I guess I guess Bowser's Godzilla that in that with that analogy. You become, like a, you become like a giant cat like glowing Mario. He's just huge. He's just a huge cat. Um but then even when you're that huge cat, like you can still like, lose your cat powers and still, you know, fight Bowser anyway. So he's big Mario then. But you're but you're playing in the same world. So like the world, like the the area where I just was is now super tiny, and I'm I'm like jumping on those things and jump over onto Bowser and things like that. So yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, I think I guess Bowser's Fury is like a four or five hour experience. Um, I feel like I'm gonna be playing that more because like I kind of like don't leave an area till I have all the cat shines. Um. My only real gripe with it is like they do this thing where it's like you have to leave the area to come back to get this cat shine sometimes. Where like it, it needs like mm. reset that area, and I'd rather just have the the chance to just go there and do all five if I if if I wanted right. to, as opposed to just leaving arbitrarily to come back to play the same world again. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm definitely enjoying it. Again, I found my Switch, so I'm playing it now, so that's good. <laughs> um, where was it? Yeah, man, I, it was in the it was in the basement. Not on the dock or anything, you know. It was about <laughs> forty feet away from the dock for some reason, but that's where it was. I had, I had to clean it too. It was gross. It was very gross. <laughs> kids are so kids are so gross. But it's uh, <laughs> but it is it is now fully functional, and I'm actually using it. So finally getting some uh, getting some more Mario in my life. Awesome. But that's it. I'm done talking. Steak. What's coming out in the next couple of weeks? <laughs> All right, not too much. Uh, March 9th. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? On uh, March 9th, if you want to get back into it, Mike, uh, Apex Legends is coming out for the Switch. I should, because I think I would roll <laughs> on Switch. Because, like, when it first came out on PlayStation, like, I had a bunch of victories in the first, like, two weeks, and then I didn't have any after that because people got good. Uh, March 12th, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time for Switch, PS5, and Xbox Series X. And on March 18th, Marvel's Avengers for PS5 and Xbox Series X. So we have new 
PlayStation Plus games for March. <gasps> yes, we do. Which one we will we'll talk about more later as well. Okay. Um, so the first off here, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. For PlayStation 4. That's pretty huge. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes for PlayStation 4. Another game that was actually pretty big. Uh, let me know if I say this wrong. Marquette? Marquette? Ma- I, think, I think that's exactly it. Marquette? Okay. Oh, I didn't, oh, is, uh, there, is there an R in that? Or is it Marquette? There Marquette. is no R. That's why okay. I'm having no a hard R. time saying it. No R. No Ma- R, right? Yeah. Marquette. So, Marquette. Okay, Marquette. Uh, for PS5, which looks very interesting. I downloaded it right away. I haven't tried loaded it up yet, but it looks really cool. And Mike, that's totally your game. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm all over that one. Um, yeah, I have downloaded it too. I haven't got a chance to play it. It's like uh, any it's games with like... Dead or Island in the title, or anything that sounds French. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, but it's um, yeah, it's they call it like a recursive puzzle game, where it's like you're recursive. It's you have like this this like it's almost like a you know you have this like small town it looks like, but in the center of that small town there's a canopy with like a model of that small town in there, so like you can move a block in the small town and it'll move it in the big town and then if you look at the distance, there's even a bigger town beyond that. So it's like you would do one thing and it interacts with all the different levels of the world. Sounds like a Rubik's cube. I'm down. I'm so that down. sounds good. Uh, and then finally, uh, uh, Farpoint. Yeah. For PlayStation VR. So look at it, we're loaded up, and Farpoint is amazing. If you have the VR, do not miss out on it. Um, I even recommend if you can get your hands on it, get the aim controller because that's the where they where it first came available was with that game. With the aim controller, it's. It's even better. It's that's, really, really good. <laughs> that is hard to get your hands on, actually. Like I, yeah. I just you know, in one of my rabbit holes. Though, when you're looking at uh, video game them. stores in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do now. Um, <laughs> it's like it's it's one of those things where like ah, I'm not spending eighty dollars on that. There's like there's no. That's way. insane. That's yeah, crazy. No way. Because I got. I think I got the Farpoint bundle for like sixty bucks with the like the game and the and yeah. the uh, aim. At the time, um, so yeah. But if you have, but still, regardless if you have a VR, um, don't miss out on Farpoint. It, it is definitely one of the top VR games. Yeah, and Destruction All Stars is still available too. So like you got right. that. Uh, no, and Maquette was a was a was debuted on PlayStation Five on Plus. Yep. So that just that just launched with it. Um, I mean, Final Fantasy VII Remake is is one of the biggest games of last year. Um, so they've been really, really knocking it out of the park here for the last few months, really. Absolutely. So it's it's they're keeping that ball rolling for sure. I'm hoping this is what plus looks like, you know, going forward. Like if you want to like debut like B or C level tier like semi exclusives on this, plus like a big game from a couple of years ago or last year, I'm happy. Yeah. I think that's how they're competing with Game Pass. That would Cause be sense. Yeah, because now let's get into the Xbox games with gold games for March, <laughs> which are um, interesting here. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's the best word I can put it for it. Um, so on, for uh, Xbox One, uh, Warface Breakout from March 1st to the 31st. Uh, Vicious Attack Llama Apocalypse. That title is awesome. I know nothing about the game, but the title is awesome. 
feeling, I have a feeling if you played the game, you wouldn't feel as as excited about it. So I just, I'll just leave it at the title and stay excited. I, I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> that is available from uh, March 16th through April 15th. Uh, and then for Xbox 360 games, they're playable on your Xbox One and Series X. Uh, Metal, Slug, Metal Slug 3 from March 1st through the 15th, which is a pretty great game. Uh, and if you're into strategy games, I've heard this is actually a really good game. Uh, Port Royale 3 from March 16th through the 31st. And then Game Pass has got some interesting stuff here. Uh, thanks to EA Access. So uh, Madden... Uh, NFL 21 is now available on Game Pass. Uh, Football Manager 2021 for PC on March 4th. Uh, Football Manager 21 Xbox Edition for console and PC March 4th. Have you guys ever tried any, um, any of those like Football Manager games? No. no Wrong kind of football. That. I know. Yeah. 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 I'm aware, <laughs> but I know, I know. I know. Art, you've had. You've They're had, huge. You know, you had a propensity to play like banjo games in the past. <laughs> yeah, real football. <laughs> uh, NBA 2K21 for cloud yeah. and console on March 4th. The big but deal. they've not like specified, but I'm pretty sure it's the Xbox One version, not the series. Probably. Xbox. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. How though? I thought that's what like smart delivery did. I thought it like would. Put that doesn't have smart delivery. Best. It's 2K. Yep. Shut, shut up. <laughs> 2K shut is up. just like Activision. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. Okay. You're right. Yep. But I so I'm it. pretty sure, because like the article that Major Nelson shared was not very clear, because it says, oh, played on your Series X and S. But it's like, but, but the way it was describing it, it's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's the Xbox One, like, version then you get like the x enhance that you could play on your series no don't like no it. no thank you like it. nope um star wars squadrons for uh, uh for console uh coming in march so they don't they didn't say when but just coming in march that's great yeah um, yep and nhl 21 uh is coming in april which is awesome mm-hmm. uh and then leaving soon uh, make sure if you haven't played yet, go ahead and play because these these couple of these have been on there for a long time. Uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night on mm-hmm. console and PC, and The Witcher Three Wild Hunt on on Xbox. <coughs> Must very good. Is that it? That's it. Extra, extra. It's time for some news. 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 All right, let's just jump in here. Uh, so PlayStation uh, did a blog post where they announced they're working on a upgraded PSVR, next-gen PSVR, whatever the hell you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, they've said that it'll enhance everything from resolution and field of view to tracking and input. It'll connect to the PS5 with a single cord to simplify setup and improve ease of use. They're going to have a new VR controller, which will incorporate some key features of the DualSense wireless controller, which is great since they're using like a 13-year-old controller right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and they also said it is not launching in 2021. Yeah, that's not a shocker. Yeah. Um, I mean, All good news. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and we had like a, a patent um, file for the controller. Somebody had a patent file for the controller. You guys see that yet? No. No. 
So yeah, they had a they had a patent file for the controller. It was two different pieces. One was the controller itself. Um, I mean, it looked like it had like a strap that went around the hand, and it had like it looked just like you know, like, it was like two like pistol grips. So they had like triggers on the triggers on there. Yeah. Apparently, they were the the they're the adaptive triggers. Um, That's kind of what I figured it, they meant when they said yeah. you know dual sense features that, and they'll probably have like the. Uh haptic feedback or the HD rumble type. Right. And, and it had like the, I mean, it has some lights on it too to track like the motion, but it was un, kind of unclear way. I mean, again, this, I, I, never, I don't know how to read patents. So, um, you mean you're not a patent lawyer? I'm not, but they <laughs> had that. And then they had a second piece where it looks like it, it could, I think they use a banana for the, for the model, <laughs> but like there's a way to attach the banana or any object. I would say it was like an object recognition. Yeah, and I think one of those things, well, that'd be one of those things where it's like, I mean, I don't, I have no idea. Again, this is one of those things. I got a thousand things get patented a day just because it's like we might use this one day. But it seems like it'd be one of those things where like they could, um, a game could launch with like a a, a a cube or something, and that cube can be important to like where you play the game, but you can't always be holding it. Like you get to put it on this thing or wherever it is. So, but like the the game, uh, wherever the tracking system of the VR would recognize where that other part of that other piece is, or I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like it would somehow integrate to everything else. It would also suggest that there's cameras on the unit, not on like the camera, like the current PSVR is. So like it would read like it would read the the it would read the object based on the cameras in your headset, so you know how close you are to it, and so you can like pick it up like naturally. Um, it's good to hear. I'm glad that they have if it's something like that in terms of like cameras on the headset. Yeah, like, that's the way the Quest works. Yeah, and that works very well that way because like I was just thinking about that because I was like, God, if I have to buy that PS5 camera again, I'm gonna be so pissed because <laughs> I because I, I got it and then I'm like, well. What's the point of keeping this? Like, I, I yeah. Well, like, once once I they said this, it doesn't work with the uh, PSVR, what's the point? Right, it, and I got the adapter for my PS4 camera, so I was like, well, all right, well, I'm just going to return this because there's no point in this at all. Like, yeah, totally. I mean, it look it looks nice, but there's no point in keeping this. And then, then they said after they announced that, I was thinking about that. Like the next day, I was like, don't tell me I have to fight people to get this damn camera back. Like, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> Listen, you're you're fine. I went to Meyer last night to do some grocery shopping. They had a shelf full of them. Oh, that's good. Hundred <laughs> percent. Those yeah, and the uh, the headsets they had well stocked on. Well, the the Pulse headsets yeah. are finally fully stocked. Mm-hmm. So that's good. At Meyer, they were. I mean, they don't have much of a video game session section, but they that's had cool. Pulse headsets and uh, PlayStation cameras for the PS5. I'm telling you, Meyer's my place. If I'm looking for some random ass hardware, that's where I find it. For um, sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's super interesting. Like, it's it's. I'm like I, I I wouldn't be surprised either way if someone's like we're not doing PSVR two or or they were doing it like honestly like I it's been a you know a somewhat of a success for them and they've had some like, saying, really it's, great games for it but... yeah, it's it's sold well I mean as long as it's backwards compatible with all my previous games I am one hundred percent happy hundred percent nope you need two 100%. headsets you gotta change them out that'll piss oh that'll piss me off that's not happening <laughs> nope. I just bought. I just bought one of my other like video game deals of late. I bought. They had on Amazon. They had that uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners game for twenty bucks, and it's like, it's like the full. Awesome. Ed- it's like the full edition too. So I, I need to. Nice. Uh, at some point, I need. I need like make a better VR space in in my room because. Well, here, just take all take all this stuff out of your basement, and there you go. There's your VR space. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, nobody in your house will mind that at all. And I, but I couldn't stand up. I'd be punching the the drop ceiling. So yeah, it's, it's a drop ceiling. It's it's made the move. That's true. Like one hole, one square. It's it, it's better <laughs> than one. It's better when I, when I was playing with my PSVR and I punched the actual ceiling, the, the drywalled <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I still need to hook up my my PlayStation VR to my PS5 because some of the games, a couple of games, got like some upgrade, like some updates to make them better with because of the PS5 power. All right, moving on. Uh, there are reports that the uh, PS5 internal storage expansion slash upgrades will be unlocked in summer twenty one. A firmware upgrade that will also include higher cooling fan speeds. About time. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, oh, man. I've been spending so much more time with my Xbox recently, mostly because of Yakuza. But just like <laughs> this idea of having like that like lifeboat system where like I can store all my games on the external hard drive and then if then bring them over to like the the super fancy SSD where I'm ready right. to rock and roll with them. It's just like, that's all I want to do. Why won't somebody let me do that? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, it makes too much sense. That's why. I just, I just can't fathom why they yep. can't do that. Like, what's preventing them from transferring they, data from one type of hard drive to another type of hard drive? Common sense. That's, yeah. I mean... They, they, well, they can't even... They can't, PlayStation can't even get, like, just running PS4 games off the external, correct? Like everyone's still having a ton of issues with that. Like in terms of like updates and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I I'm pretty lucky with that. I don't know if I just like randomly picked the right type of hard drive or what. I haven't had any issues running games off my external hard drive. I have had endless issues with my PlayStation just crashing in the middle of the night and then me booting back up and it's saying that there's problems with the external drive. Uh, I tried yeah. two different external drives. I bought a, a new one that I haven't. I haven't felt like going through the, the gymnastics of copying stuff to the internal, <laughs> copying it to the new external, and copying more stuff to the internal and copy it, it's it's a lengthy process. I've done it a couple times already and it kinda pisses me off I can't just plug in a second external and move my stuff over. You can't um, do that? Nope. Nope. Again, Nonsense. makes makes too much sense. Oh no. <sighs> It's only a supercomputer. I don't know why you would think it can do yeah. file my, file management. I don't know why yeah. that would be a, Let me, a thing you think it could but, do. But you can do crypto mining on a PS5 now. <laughs> Someone hacked the PS5 to do crypto mining. So I, I missed that. I so now for everyone out there who's had a hard time getting a PS5 so far, it's only going to get worse. So good luck. Oh, um, I think I got mine. I'll sell mine for two grand. Uh... <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, so uh, a report came out that was published by the Board of Los Angeles Convention and Tourism Development Commission. That's a mouthful. What's uh, the acronym? Uh, black... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, that states that E3 2021 live event is canceled. BLA... Black to Dick. So great. Um, Good attempt. It was a really hard attempt. Listen, I I got like five letters into it, and then that's no, that's great. Um, E three twenty twenty one live events canceled. 
the city's working the city's working with the production team on broadcast options at LA Live and the LA Convention Center. Uh, furthermore, they're working with the ESA on licenses for live events in 2022 and 2023. I think so, that's bigger news. So rest, rest in peace, E3, long live E3. Yeah, I think that was the bigger piece of it. Not just, I think uh, there's, there's going to be no cons or anything like that anytime soon. They host it um, in Texas. Uh, uh, all right, let me get back on track here. <laughs> so, but I think the bigger news was like they already talked about two years, the next two years after that, like they still do plan on having E3, yeah. which I think is, is interesting because like, you know, we talked about this even before like COVID knocked the, knocked E3 and, you know, the whole industry and the, and the world on the ass. Um, it was, E3 is kind of on like a tenuous like footing. So like them still planning ahead to, to still have a live event next year and the year after, I think is kind of a big deal. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've seen, like I've seen statements since then from various companies saying like, we're not sure we're going to return to the the, the the large live scale, you know, large scale live events, you know, for announcements like they did before. A lot of them are happy just doing their own thing now that they've had a taste of it, and they probably realize they can save hundreds of thousands of dollars and still get their message out there. Um, so it, I mean, it'll be curious, interesting once it gets back to live events what it is. Um, are, you know, are they going to have to make the full turn towards being a PAX, like they were kind of going towards? Before everything got shut down, I don't know if they even need to have like again, like you said, Art. Like if I was a, if I was a, a game developer and I could either have I could spend like a million dollars on some floor space and maybe some people will see it, or I could license four minutes from Nintendo to be on the next Nintendo 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 Direct Indie or whatever the hell they want to call it. Like right. I can I can use that money, use a, a, an eighth of that money to be on that instead. And everyone who's watching the Nintendo Direct, which is more people, um, I think that would be a better use of my time uh, and money. But I don't know, man. I, I I just feel like this is one of those things where, like, I, a we're not going to go anyway, right? We've never right. been invited. I mean, last year probably would have been the year, but whatever. Yeah, um, I've been. I know. We're not, I'm we're not going to go. Thing. Not we <laughs> have been. We're not going to go in the future. I would love to go know. back. But I'm saying this like. I think that this is one of those things where, like, if it stayed virtual forever, I don't think anyone would complain because, like, everyone's so used to watching these virtual things and getting the information and, and getting the hype moments and individual moments. Like, I, well, they can stay virtual forever for all I care. Even, like, the, uh, whatever the last time is they did it live, that would have been, what, 2019? Yep. Yeah. I had a, a colleague who who went and bought one of the, whatever they were, gamer passes or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she went, and she's like, oh, it was great. I stood in line for one game all day. Ooh. I'm like, I'd fucking kill myself. I, <laughs> I would, I, about an, two hours in, I would just pack up my shit and go find the nearest bar and just <laughs> grab some drinks and food. Well, that was, well, that was, that was the, the worst part, was letting, like, the public in. Like, in that aspect. Right. Because, like, when I went, you know, I won, a, I, won a, I won a contest when I won it two years in a row. And, um. Just fucking brag about it. Year, I, I will. I, I, I love to. How do I mute, uh, how do I mute but... you in this recording? <laughs> I'm just leaving. I'm just leaving. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like the second time I got lucky, I think it, I was just like, oh, I'm going to reapply. And it's like, oh, it, it was approved. Um, but but when I went, it was it was it was cool because like because like yeah, I still stood in some lines, but it wasn't that many lines because right. like a lot of the first people had their appointments, so they were going to appointments and stuff like that. So the only time I ever had to stand in line was like, okay, 
this game was huge. Like, it's a huge game. Like, one of the years I went, it was like, um, when they announced Metal Gear Rising. So that was, like, the line for that was always ridiculous. So, like, day, so like I, first day I scoped where everything was out. So the second day I was like, okay, the minute these doors open, I am running straight there. And I am going to get in line and, like, be one of the first people. Knock that. over some senior stuff, citizens, but, kick like, out some walkers, I, break a hip or two. <laughs> I you know I took out a couple of walkers, but that's their fault. They're like, what are you walking at E three for? Um, but uh, but but like but then I but then I was reading like some of the stories from the past couple of years with like the the public and like what they were going through. I'm just like like I would have had a different feeling for E three if I experienced it that way because like yeah that right was, oh, that's awful like yeah like you said like standing in line stuff like that like all day for a game or two like that's just that's just terrible like well, th- that's... but um. Even like say by some miracle we applied and got you know whatever press passes into it. I don't know if I'd want to go with that many fucking people there. It's just like a claustrophobic type thing. Plus, I mean we're not big enough that we're not we're not gonna get appointments with these people, so we're gonna have to wait in line with the rest of the the schlubs. And I am a hundred percent anti waiting in line for things that aren't settled in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, agreed. Keep yeah, I don't know. I, uh... Keep it keep it digital. Everyone has their own show, and digital's, it's all good. Digital's fine, but 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 I but I still want that E three feeling. I do miss like, like big shows with like yeah, like the orchestra yes. playing or just like some yes. big someone shows up on stage. But then you also have like you know, here's Pele talking about soccer. It's just like, I, mean, I don't need <laughs> nobody watches EA. Come on, well, EA is yeah, EA is ridiculous, especially that last year. Oh my god. I think I remember live streaming that, and I got a headache halfway through it, and I just <laughs> yeah. stopped live streaming it. That's right, you did. It was yep. so bad, that I, 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 I got like a migraine. Yeah, I can't. I was even just like, you know this. what? I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> For that, um, no, totally. but uh, but yeah, but no. But last year, like like last year, I just didn't have that feeling. Like I missed that awesome feeling of like, all right, this like these next three days, I'm gonna get so much information. It's gonna be insane. Like, yeah. I love that feeling. And I just think, so if you're going to keep it virtual, that's fine. But like, I want these companies to still stick to that week of like giving me all this information. Yeah. If everyone goes yeah. virtual, they're not going to do that. They already did right. That's the only thing. There was stuff all, like all summer. I'll say, like here's the thing. Whatever. I would rather them do it all in one weekend just to get it over and done with. I don't want to have to yep. say like, oh, Ubisoft's doing a talk this week. Uh, four days from now, uh, EA's doing a thing. Jeff Keighley's doing something after that. Yeah, Jeff Keighley's getting on Clubhouse and talking to a bunch of people. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo's got a thing four days after that. Like just a calendar. Remember that? I, I made a calendar. Yeah, in, I, in the summer. Nope. Just get it all done at once. That's but, I, but I like, love, I, I love that three days of. From, from my perspective, I say get it all done at once because I don't want it to drag on forever like that. But from their perspective. I, no, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna p- pump the brakes for like three days, let Microsoft do their thing, and then I'm gonna go. So I'm not buried under their giant news that's bigger than my company. Hundred percent. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things go forward. I, I, I'm I'm fearful though of what E3 is gonna turn into. Yeah. Hope I'm wrong, but I'm not. Uh, okay. Last thing. Uh, Epic Games is buying Mediatonic. May have bought or Media Tonic already. I don't know. It, this just came out in like the last day or two. Uh, they are the developer of Fall Guys. Correct. Uh, That's from, a big deal. From what I read, they said basically that 
I mean, this could all just be corporate speak, you know, maybe to calm their employees or whatever, but they're saying that they're going to let Mediatonic continue operating as an independent company and doing their thing and whatever. The first couple of years. Yeah, I mean, or until like, I don't know, like this This is, I, I, you know, Fall Guys, I feel like for sure is going down the, the free-to-play route here in a minute mm-hmm. with like all kinds of events and costumes and, you know, they could probably even have built like, you know, courses that are specifically, you know, Justice League or whatever the hell they want to do. You know what I mean? I think they can do all, like now they have, you know. Yeah, epic have, money. They have epic money. <laughs> that epic money. Like I mean that in any way you want to look at it. Um so yeah, it's I mean it's interesting. I mean I always like Fall Guys. I did fall off it after that first month of playing it, but like you know, good on those guys though, man. Like they made a hit and they got paid. Mm-hmm. No, it's great. No, absolutely it's good for them. That's it. That's all I got. That's it. Alright, so we had some we did have a couple sure. of events. Or well, what do you say? Um, I, just like a couple hours ago, there was a, so Bloomberg, uh, the Bloomberg, I think it is, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. Um, the switch. So supposedly that they, how are you allowed uh, to see it? I thought that guy blocked you. Huh? Oh no. That, well, it's, <laughs> just it's everywhere. Just, yeah. just, just Strider or whatever. whatever. <laughs> I forget his name. Strider. Uh, at this point. Uh, <laughs> no, Strider is a good, a good game. I take that back. Uh, <laughs> um, but the, the switch. Pro, quote unquote, pro seems to be coming, like getting into production. Uh, Samsung OLED seven inch screens at 720p, a dock that does 4K, uh, better battery life because of that OLED, uh, smaller bezels. So, and uh, it's going, it's supposedly going into production in June, which would be perfect because that means they'll show it off at E3. And then Start start pre-orders, start production, and there we are. Yeah, that's oh man. All like, right, everyone, you got until June to sell your your current switches, so they're still worth something. <laughs> no well, kidding. I got the Animal Crossing one, so I can sell mine whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can have my own now. There you go. My, I, I like, you, you can have your own. That'll be less disgusting until three months down the road when they start putting out Switch Pro only games that your kids want to play, and they can't play on the other Switch. Because Nintendo's really, never done this before. What's really funny about the, kid, the kids and like the kids do play games like fairly regular. They play a lot of all, like iPad games or Roblox and things like that. They're like almost oblivious to like a console game. To like, hey, come over here. Let me show you something. And you know, I mean, like for real. Like I'm like they, like I I've ruined this for myself because I, I was trying to be fun. Um, but yeah, so like. Honestly, for me, like, yeah, the thing is cool. Like, it, it, I mean, you've seen that the mock-ups uh, online already. Uh, for some reason, the mock-up had, like, the, the Wii U gamepad thumbsticks, though. Like, the thumbsticks were both on top of the buttons, which I can't yeah, fathom weird. them actually doing that. Um, Hell no. But, I mean, like, Arch just said, too, like, there's no way I'm going to buy one until it has, like... I'm going back to my five-game rule. Like, you better have five games in a thing. I can, I can only play... <laughs> on that new Switch before I can justify buying another system. You better sell that current Switch before those five games come out. <laughs> no, the kids are playing it. That's theirs. <laughs> I won't. Anyhow. Give it to me now. <laughs> you don't know what it is. It don't matter. It doesn't it's matter. It's a figment of everyone's imagination at this point. 
If it runs, if, if it runs like it's better in handheld mode, I'm all for it. That's true. I, I'm more excited about just like the eight. You know, I I really just think that again. I saw my Switch so little. I thought about buying myself the the little one. I was like, ah, no, I can't have a little. I can't have the smaller screen. I just can't do it. <laughs> Kids get the smaller screen. That's, that's well, right. the, unless you're in my house where my kid has an actual switch, my wife has a switch light. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. All right, so there was a Sony State of Play since last time we spoke, and something else. Pokemon Direct. Okay, that's why I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> one, one of these things is relevant. The other one's Pokemon. <laughs> so, Steak, you uh, you got Steak. This is this is your show right now. So, what do you want to do first? <laughs> All right, let's let's well, PlayStation was first. So let's do PlayStation. All right, chronological order is always the right answer. Damn it! Right. <laughs> I just finished all this um, water. I need to take a leak now. <laughs> would you like you, to you, do the you Pokemon? Pokemon now? <laughs> I could do the Pokemon now because it won't. It'll take me like not long at all. <laughs> sure. Okay, you do, you we'll do that. Do I'll be back. All right, go take. I'll, re- I'll react. I'll react. All right. Great. Uh, so the Pokemon Direct. Um, so this started off, it kicked off like the 25th anniversary. Uh, and a really cool intro video. Um, the intro video like went through the, all the phases of all the different games, anime, movies, merchandise, everything in the last 25 years, which was really really cool to see. Uh, even a couple of peripherals that I had no idea existed. It must they must have been Jap- uh, Japan only. They usually are. Um, when I've never seen it before, like, oh, right. because that does, that's never came to the States. Yep. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and then, so they showed off some more um, Pokemon Snap that's coming out April 30th. Um, the first time they showed it off, it looked kind of, I don't know, it looked kind of rough. It looked a lot more polished this time around. It looked really good. Uh, they're going to make some good, um, some nice, like, online features where you can share pictures and you can star them and all that kind of good stuff and view them um so that's kind of cool um but i don't know i was never a huge pokemon snap fan i know people it's a kind of like a cult classic kind of thing um i'll probably pass on it unless i can get it for cheaper which maybe in five years i can get it for cheaper uh, <laughs> pokemon snap is one of those like definitely like like well you know pun intended i guess like a snapshot in time for like the nintendo 64 era because it's like it was Pokemon yeah. was like just getting really, really big. It was like a console version of it. Um, I mean, it was kind of an easier game too. If memory serves, like he was kind of like almost on rails. Yeah. Like you know, it was like you had to like you, you always would see the Pokemon, but you had like snap at the right portion of it. And if memory serves, like you could take your memory card out of your sixty four, bring it to like a Blockbuster, and print out your photos, which is yep. just like there's yep. no more there's no more like 90 <laughs> sentence i could possibly put together than nintendo 64 pokemon snap and blockbuster memory card you know what i mean it's like this, it's just it's just such a such a beautiful little like snapshot of the time oh for sure and, and during the intro video they they did that they, they oh really like, had, they had like the sticker sheets which was really really cool um yeah but um but no but it looks i mean it, it, it looks a lot i i think it does look a lot better than the first trailer they showed it looks great so if you're Fan of Pokemon Snap, be excited. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Uh, so April 30th is really state on that. Uh, then after that, they announced uh, remakes of uh, Diamond and Pearl from the, the, the DS era. Uh, so Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl are coming in late 2021. Um, what's really cool is that the style that they're doing in is the top-down view still from like okay. the DS version. Just looks pretty and nice. Kind of like... Uh, like how um, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee kind of work, like that kind gotcha. of style. But it's more, but it's your typical standard 
kind of Pokemon game, um, which they, which a lot of people like 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 the remakes co- that for these are coming were not a surprise, but a lot yeah. of people thought it was going to be done in the Sword and Shield kind of style, like the newer style. Um, the fact that they're doing it kind of like an older, updated is awesome. I think that's fantastic. They actually made me more excited for the game. I think that's really cool. Nice. Uh, then the last game they announced is Pokemon Legends uh, Arceus. I think it's uh, how they say the Pokemon name. Uh, it's coming in early 2022. Um, this is an open world. This is what everyone's been waiting for. It is an open world action RPG, real time. Like they showed them like you creeping in the, in the, in the, in the grass and you're throwing the Pokeball at a wild Pokemon. Um, they showed battles and stuff like that. This takes place in the same gen as uh, Gold and Silver, but way, way before. Okay. So it's like super earlier times. Because uh, like the Pokeballs look super old and stuff. Like they look wooden, and okay. things, which is kind of neat. Um, but um, visually, it looks really rough. <laughs> <laughs> it looks it looked brutal um and i was watching with i was watching uh because uh easy allies are big pokemon fans so i was watching their reaction to it and damiani even said he's like this has to be a switch program and i agree like i think this is like how it's looking on the current switch yeah right the next switch is going to take it to a different level i have a feeling because like it's rough right now like it basically looks like think breath of the wild but even a little rougher than that yeah man i <laughs> yeah I, I did watch that trailer just because like it, it was like the big that's like the big pop of the show so i, I want to check it out and people seem like excited for it Cause i know people have been wanting the like the open world pokemon for a long yeah. time so i hope it's good and i hope you're right it's like it's this is what it is on the regular and this is what it looks like on the you know the pro or switch pro whatever they call it so yeah, yeah I, hope, I, I got hope, that i, I got that good. i have a feeling yeah, i hope it's good for everybody who's been waiting on it um so yeah so that was pretty that was pretty much it for the pokemon direct um before i i didn't mention it but before that they um they had a whole bunch of events of uh, like different pokemon games they've all expired by now so that's mm-hmm. why i'm not gonna go through <laughs> them um there's a whole bunch of them um but uh but yeah so there you go but that was i want I'm, I'm still thinking i mean it's the 25th anniversary i'm thinking they're not done yet i just have that feeling they're not done um celebrating just quite yet because that's what nintendo likes to do they like to like throw some stuff at us and then a couple months down the line give us a little more mm-hmm. just like the zelda so we'll see yeah hopefully hopefully get more from zelda that's right all right art you good to go yeah i got more water i'm good it? all right <laughs> excellent all right so playstation had their first state of play uh in a very long time actually because like the last couple state of plays we had were very focused on like particular games yeah. Um, like uh, what was the one? Um, didn't Demon Souls I think had one. Ghost of Demon Sh- Souls uh, had one. Destruction All Stars had one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so this is their first like Nintendo Direct style uh, state of play in a while. Uh, so we kicked things off with Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time. March twelfth, they just went ran through all the upgrades that the PS Five version's getting. Like. I hope there's a way I can get this cheap or free, even maybe on Plus or something, because uh, I really want to see this running in 4K 60. Because like it already looks like a pretty game, mm-hmm. I've like amazing and run amazing on the PS5. 
Yeah, it looked pretty. I mean, it looked pretty just in the on the state of play like stream. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it it looked it's it's, it's interesting. Um, then after that, we got a brand new trailer and gameplay and all that good stuff for Returnal. This is Housemark's uh, PS5 game coming on April 30th. This game visually looks just ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> and and the action too. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of shooting and big monsters and and it looks like there's a lot of upgrades and 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 like there's the, and even hinted at some like. Because the game's the third person where you're shooting, and then you know they're they're hinting at some like first person, yeah. looks like almost like walking sim story beats, and you know those are two things I'm in on, but like the whole roguelike thing is just like an instant turn off for me. So like I, I might be able to get past that. I mean I'm gonna I am gonna wait for see what reviews pop up on this thing because it's coming out. When is it coming out? April thirtieth. Okay, pretty soon. So like. I'm not like chomping the bit for Eternal, but like watching watching that you know that showcase piece is like man, this does look this does look pretty intense. Yeah, and I've, I I haven't seen the price on that. I don't know what the if it, if it's a seventy dollar first party. I think it is. Let me look it up. Oh, God, see that's that that's what's turning me off to it too. <laughs> I mean, if it if it ends up being like. Like Hades, I mean, I can get into that. Yup, sure. seventy bucks. Um, but yep. uh, it is seventy. Yeah, that's too much right away. I just, yeah, I'll hold off on that for now. Uh, after that, we got a much better trailer than in the Nintendo Direct for Knockout City. Uh, so this is the Battle Royale dodgeball game. Yeah. Uh, able to do like one-on-one battles or you're also able to do like three-on-three battles and which actually and they feel like completely different games which is really really cool um but uh but but the more they explained it and everything it seems like it could be interesting fun games coming out in may uh you can set up for the beta now uh for all systems uh the playstation i think you get early access to the beta potentially but the beta is coming for all systems Uh, after that, we got a brand new PS5 game, uh, Sifu, Sorry. coming <laughs> in 2021. This looks like this was basically kind of like a uh, the raid meets John Wick in a hallway battle <laughs> scene. Um, well, you've seen kept, those like, yeah, the Daredevil, uh, the hall, the Daredevil, scene, as everyone yep. talks about. Um, this is from I know they made Absolver, but I can't remember. Oh, God, slow clap. Okay. Yep. Is that right? Okay. Yep. So yeah, I mean that game, and it, I I read the, I read the uh, no after I always see a state of play like right afterwards. It's always like a, a blog, they play this blog post, and they have all these different like you know news blasts afterwards, and it even got me more interested in it after watching it because it looks so dynamic. The fighting, like it really uses the environment, and you're really you're fighting off multiple enemies, and every punch and kick landed, and you can see like the person that. It, that got hit, like their body reacted appropriately for being hit in that area. There's one portion where the guy did like a Spartan kick and like kicked him forward through like over a balcony, like over like yeah. a glass. Like that looked really cool. That was cool. But it looks like every time you die, like you age. Like time is like your currency in the game where like you're the, like, in the story is like you're this warrior that's been training his whole life to fight some battle and he has an amulet for some reason. Um, and the amulet, like, will keep him alive, but like sucks life out of him every time it does it. 
So that's why he keeps like that. Like when you're watching the trailer, like, he gets getting older and older as it goes along. But man, that game looked really cool. I don't know how that like all ties together. I don't know how long it's gonna be, but man, that game looked very, very cool. I can see that being a potential plus, like well, like a a plus game maybe. Yeah, and I mean if they keep doing, like I said, if they keep doing that, where they're releasing their like again, Bug Snacks, Destruction All Stars. We're gonna talk about another one here in a minute. <laughs> like, they're all like free PlayStation Five games at launch. Like launch of the uh, launch of the of, of the game, like this fits in that criteria, right? Like it's not like a huge game, but it it, it could be something fun. A lot of people have their eyes on it. I mean, it could be a PlayStation Plus game. That'd be huge, I think, for them. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we got a new trailer and gameplay of Solar Ash. This was revealed at the very first PlayStation Five uh, re- um, video thing. Uh, it's still coming in 2021. Um, looks great. Not my style, not my game in particular, but it looked it looked really good. Yeah, it's. I didn't. I never played Hyperlight. Hyperlight. Hyperlight Drifter, right? That's yeah, Hyperlight. Yep. Uh, I I never played that. I'm just. There was. I I really liked the the locomotion of the game from what I saw so far. Just like the zipping around and really flying around real quick. That looked fun. I don't know what's going on though, so I, that's kind of one of my <laughs> sticking points yeah. to it. But yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't say I checked out during that piece of it, but it's, it, I didn't. I get that. I didn't have any real tie to that developer, or that franchise, or anything like that. Uh, so after that, um, they were preparing us for survival. You know, scary fans, are you ready? <laughs> um, but. Uh. It ended up being Five Night at Freddy's. Uh, security breach coming in 2021. Five Night at Freddy's uh, needs to die, in my opinion. Um, but this one is a, um, this one seems to be more of like a first person exploring type of game uh, instead of the camera works that Five, Five Night at Freddy's is used, uh, that you're used to. Um, so that, honestly, that kind of is a little more interesting, at least. Uh, at least they're doing something a little different. It looks a little more interesting, but um, yeah, I just I, I just never got into the Five Nights at Freddy's. I just don't get it. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, this is like the second time or third time they've showed this game, and I, they can stop, they can stop showing this <laughs> game. I say I don't get into horror games in general, but that one in particular, like I, even videos I've watched of the Five Nights at Five Nights at Freddy's series, I'm just like, this. Really, that's scary. I, I... It's it's just jump scares. Is all it is. Like it could it could be anything. Like it could literally be anything. So it's it's it it is about as shallow as yeah. as it gets. So I I can't I can't fathom getting up for this game. No, and I'm okay with jump scares, but like not the way they do it. Like it's but just it's so, all it's it is. So cheesy. It's cheesy jump scares. Like, that's the thing, and that's all it is. That's that's everything. Like. I don't mind the psycho like like if you give me like a psychological like thriller and then you throw a couple in there like great that's fine because you want to get me to jump like right you know whatever that's fine um kind of like in the first couple hours of the medium like it was kind of like that we're like there's one there's two in the medium okay right it's like but but it gets you which is great like that's awesome but it's like Friday Night Freddy's I'm like okay it's just this is I'm waiting for it kind of yeah (laughs) and like I I, you know I don't know it's it's like I said it's just 
there are five million horror games on Steam that do the same exact thing. <laughs> so right. like, I don't need a, I don't, I don't, I don't need it. I don't need a specially made one on a PlayStation Five. Uh, so after that, um, we got a brand new trailer and a whole bunch of more gameplay of Oddworld um, Soulstorm. It is coming out on April 6th, and it will be the PlayStation Plus game for PlayStation 5 version in come April, which is pretty awesome because this is not my style of game. I think it actually looks really good. I actually mm-hmm. think it looks very good. So, But considering it's going to be a Plus game, I'm, I'm definitely going to give it a whirl. Yeah, I, I can't. Art, have you ever played any of the Oddworld games? No. I, I, uh, that was a, definitely a, a rental a couple of times, you know, way back in the day. And it just never clicked with me. So, again, this is just so far off my radar. Yeah, I mean, I've never, I mean, those people that love those games, obviously, if they're making more of them, but it's just, I've never seen anything involved in it that appeals to me. Yeah, right, 100%. It seems like one of the, um, People were always upset about with these games is they were never violent enough. This one looks this one looks quite violent. <laughs> uh, after that, we got a brand new, amazing trailer in my opinion for uh, Kenna, Bridge oh. of Spirits. This is oh my god! So this is the game that they first showed off at that first again the first PS5. Oh, I I fell in love instantly, and even after this, I want it now. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, we do have a date, uh, August twenty fourth. Yeah, it's a little bit later than I wanted to, and it's Kina, by the way, which I also learned. Kina, yes, which I was been saying it wrong the entire time up until they they announced it. Um, well, it should be Chewies, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. don't get me started on video game like naming conventions. Um, <laughs> But it also, I don't know if you saw this or not, but that's going to be a $40 game. Yeah. So, I like, you know, I, I should be like, oh, that sounds awesome. But I'm always like, what's wrong with the game? Um, <laughs> but it looks know, so <laughs> good. It looks so good. It, it does. Um, I mean, those little, those little, you know, squishy little black, you know, dudes. I, I love them already. I don't know the names. Um, and just like the gameplay. When they you're remind fighting, me from Local Roku. Yes, they kind of do. But just like the all the all the also all those guys seem to have like a little their own little personality, which I really love. But um yeah. but just like when they're showing the battles, just like just like the lights and the motion and just like it's oh my god. And at the very end of the trailer when they show that like that that the person I don't know if they're being attacked or the summoning that like suit of armor that like just starts attack like attaching to her and becomes like this big like mech looking thing. Oh man, mm-hmm. it, that that game looks so good. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we've got our 1,233rd trailer for Deathloop. Uh, that was so I cool. Like, <laughs> it, I know. I, I'm sorry. I should have read about it because that much. Out loud. The, the, the trailer was cool as shit. I just feel like every time we have any event for anything, this keeps just popping up. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like it's like for you guys. For me, it's like I I, I think it's cool and I, it's interesting. But it's like it's kind of like uh, what was it? The Dragon Quest Eleven was showing up in everything for forever. I feel like this is like the same thing where it's like it just keeps showing up in everything forever. Um, but uh, but it's cool. It looks very cool. 
And are you all more in, more down, same amount of in, not at all in? Like, I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? I still need more info, I think. Like, it yeah. sounds bad, but, like, we have so many trailers, but I still don't know. Is there so, a true single player or not? Like, okay. what is going so, on? <laughs> the next day, they had a the, – the game director had, like, a, a short video that showed up on YouTube. And it was, like, a three-minute deal. And they were kind of explaining a little bit more of how, like, some of the gameplay works. But – they still didn't talk about is it all single player? Um, can it be single player? Like the, the the woman that's hunting you down while you're hunting those other targets down is like in the group of those people you're hunting down, if that makes sense. So like there's like seven or right. eight different targets. Right. She's one of the targets as well. So like if I kill her first or I don't know, is she just is she out until I reloop again if I have to reloop again? Or like <laughs> I don't know, man. It's there, even with that explanation I got, I and mean, they showed some 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 like cool effects and how you're building on your character as you, you die and 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 things like that. But like I, I'm with you guys still too. Where it's just like I just want to know like, how I'm going to play the game. The fact that they can't give me a clear answer has me firmly in the mindset of you know what? I'll wait a year till it's on Game Pass. Ooh, it can't be. It's, like, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Timed. Uh, timed. Oh, that's right. Shut up, Art. <laughs> with your correctness no I'm, I'm with you I, 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 that's the thing. I think I'm 100% with you on that art because like, like I mean it, it, like that could change cool, if they just but... come out and give us a clear answer on what how it has to be played how it can be played you know if they're there and say hey there's a there's a full single player experience here okay <laughs> you, you have my attention again tell me more right right if they sit there and say, oh, it's just one experience and you can play against a bot playing the sniper instead of another player. Well, that's... I'm not sure how much that grabs me. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Alright, so we wrap things up with kind of a little bit of a surprise. Um, T7 Remake. So this is the PS5 version of mm -hmm. Final Fantasy VII Remake. It is coming out on June 10th. Um, the the uh, If you own the PS4 version, you can upgrade to the PS5 version for free. Not the Plus version, though. So this is Correct. what we, I said before we were going to talk about. So if you redeem the PlayStation Plus version this month, you cannot upgrade that version. So you have to either have the disc or the... You, you can't upgrade it for free. Version. I think you can still upgrade it. You can still upgrade yeah. it with some kind of cost, but you can't upgrade yeah. it. There's not a free upgrade. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, this is uh, June 10th, and this is adding a Yuffie DLC chapter. So, which, so when you upgrade the, from the PlayStation 4 version to the PlayStation 5, you can purchase the Yuffie, version, the Yuffie DLC. Uh, they said it's going to be, uh, it's going to cover about two chapters long. Um, but it is PS5 only. Wait, you have to pay for those extra chapters? Yep. For the UFI, yeah. The, I'm the out. Because that's DLC, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I mean, it's very bold of them to put DLC out for a demo. Um, but I just, I'm so confused by everything that's going on. I, like, <laughs> I, I, was a, I was initially questioning, like, okay, is it a standalone UFI thing, or are they somehow jamming it into the other 
however many chapters of the game, but now you're telling me i got to pay extra for it? You know what? I didn't care that much about the character when I played it back in the 90s. Uh, no, nah, I'm good. But also, like, I don't know, man. Like, how about you finish the game? How about you? How about you work on like the next chapter of it, as opposed to like cramming in like a small two chapter. Like I don't know. And how much is, do we know? How much this thing's going to be? Just like the Yuffie chapters. Not yet. Um, they haven't announced any prices or anything. But someone did some data mining over in Japan, and it looks like it might be around twenty dollars. I don't know, man. I mean, y'all know how I feel about this game. You know, our, our game of the year last year. So, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I, 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 I mean, it, the upgrades look cool, like the tw- PlayStation 5 upgrades look really nice, like there's an actual pretty big visual, visible difference, yeah, like photo mode yeah. and, and some other stuff, so that, that, that's nice and neat. Um, I don't know. I feel like just, yeah, sho- I, I feel like just shoehorning more things into this to get, like, more <laughs> games in before they can yeah. make the rest of the game that they already released. I mean, if the yeah. if the Yuffie chapters would have been included in the, you know, free upgrade, I would have played them, but I'm not I'm not paying more money to play those two chapters. Me they're they're adding this. Maybe Please. maybe it'll bite me in the ass when the next when the next part comes out cuz I'll be missing a big chunk of story and then I'll regret it, but Oh, Art, speaking of by the way, <laughs> you Art, you didn't like the ending of remake, right? I wasn't. I'm not really sold on the direction okay. that they're taking it. And I'm not really sold on the fact that they have you, even if it is an, an alternate reality, beating Sephiroth at the end of a first game of a multi-part series where he was this untouchable god in the original game. Apparently, there's also some kind of like, if you would have played like Crisis Core on the PSP, you would have like understood the ending better. Or like, or you would have had like a different look at the ending, which I I also feel is just nonsense. Because well, there's no way to play that game right now unless you have a PSP with with a non-exploded battery. Correct. This is, but they after the after this actual after this state of play, they they did announce that Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis will be coming to iOS and Androids to start because this is kind of like. That's also how the Final Fantasy. Oh, great mobile games! Well, this is how the Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition started on mobile, but then eventually came the consoles. I think this exact same thing is going to happen here. Um, But the Final Fantasy Seven Ever Crisis is playable. It's so it's going to be the playable versions of Remake, um, uh, Advent Children, Crisis Core, and Dirge of Service. Correct. So it's going to. So you're going to be able. Yeah. So you're going to be able to catch up and get it back into because because at at the end of the trailer that they had for final fantasy 7 remake integrate um this like the, the guy that they were teasing is from georgia service right so it's all a thing like so it's cool that at least they know that people i think again i think they could do this better in terms <laughs> of like just give us the damn game like Give us like you don't even have to give us a remake. Just give us a remaster of Crisis Core. Basically, just upscale the the resolution. Throw it on the PlayStation Store for everyone to download and play because the right. game is excellent. The story is amazing. Um, it would just it, you know so at least they're giving us some kind of version. And I'm actually kind of excited because they're actually giving us a playable version of Advent Children, which is really, right. really cool. But also, um, like, this is coming out. This is coming out in 2022. We don't know 
any idea how it's going to roll out. It might be like all one big, you know, here's a $40 mobile game, which I don't it's think. It's on like chapters. chapters. Or it's going to be like yeah. you're going to be paying per chapter yeah. to go through all this massive story to understand a game that came out in 2020. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. I don't know. No, absolutely. It's just certain ways of certain things. I, I and I get that, and I, I and I understand. Um, but um, yeah, I'm curious to see how that that works out. I'm I'm excited for Ever Crisis though. I'm excited to see what they how they do that. Um, because that's really really cool. Because like I bought there's a service when it first came out. Mm. I could not get into it, <laughs> um, and I just never tried it again with back then. Um, so uh, so I I just know of like from reading and stuff that those characters were involved and like the guys they showed up is from that game. Um, so I am excited to kind of get through because if it's anything like the pocket edition of Final Fantasy 15, I played the shit out of that. Like I loved Final Fantasy 15, and then playing that pocket edition, it was basically the exact same story, just done differently. Mm-hmm. And it was, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So if it's anything like that, I'm in. Like yeah, the, it was so cool. On a positive note here, the mobile game, it like it looked like Final Fantasy, it looked like a better version of Final Fantasy 7 on PlayStation One. Like right. when you move around the world, yep. but when you're fighting, it's like the models from the Final Fantasy VII remake, yeah. uh, which, look, which yeah. looks really, really nice and, and looks really cool. So, like that, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'm interested in that piece of it too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know I made my voice heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, 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 you know, I'm obviously I'll, I'll, I'll buy the Dorn. I'll let you know. All right, I'll buy the UV uh, DLC. Fine. I'll find a YouTube uh, video to watch. <laughs> That's right. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to dive back into there and check that out. And I'll probably dive a little bit more into Final Fantasy VII as well, the remake as well with the PS5 upgrades because some of those upgrades, especially in the Shinra um, building, like the lighting and everything, where it was bouncing off the, the ref- all those reflective walls and stuff. Like that looks really, really good from the trailer. Um, but I'm curious. I, 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 I'm glad that the upgrade in terms of like from the PS5 version is free. Um, that's great. Um, I think it's. I, I'm shocked the Ufi stuff is PS5 only. Like that's crazy. Yeah. I think to me that's that's crazy. Like I, it was funny because I was talking to my buddy Fusip while after after they announced it and stuff. And I'm like, there's no way this is PS5 only. Yeah. And then the FAQ came out. Sure enough, I was like, holy shit. I'm like, that's ballsy. I'm like, clearly, then it, I mean, it's taking advantage of the PS5 and like they probably were like, well, we. We're, we're moving forward at this point, but at the same time, like it's so early in the PS5 cycle for something like that. Like that's crazy to me. Like I, I don't, you know, um, I'm sure you guys have seen on Twitter. Uh, we didn't talk about this earlier, but or we didn't even mention this, but you know, Tony Hawk, uh, one and two oh, remake yeah. is getting is getting a um, uh, the upgrade to PS5 and Series X, and you know, Activision's charging ten dollars for that on PS5. And um, if you have the physical edition of the Xbox, there's no way to upgrade, which is like, that's insane. I think, are you kidding me? Like, that's good. That I mean, that's Xbox showing like, hey, no, like you're, you're being, don't charge people to upgrade to the next version. But at the same time, now we're getting screwed. Like I have to buy a $50 if I want, and I'm not going to just screw that. Yeah. I would have to buy a fifty dollars version of this game to get the Series X version. That's garbage. It's and you know I feel bad for the people that bought the collector's edition as well, the hundred dollar edition, like because they can't either. They can't do it. This um, is insanity. 
it is. It's crazy. Um, so at least they're doing that where they are giving the upgrade. But I'm sh I'm still shocked that the the UC DLC is uh, PS5 only. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm I'm need that DLC for the price of on the house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I oh man, I don't know. And for twenty bucks too. Well, like I said, we don't know yet. I mean, that's what they're no, data mining, so yeah, we don't officially know. It seems like it's going to be that, um, which wouldn't surprise me because, you know, I bought that Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC. That was 30 bucks, and that was just not worth $30. Like, that was stupid. Like, that was crazy. Like, this, I was it, not this happy. Is, this is the same game director, too, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, I, I pray to God it's not. It, well, the thing is, is like, it, it's because if, if you're just, if we're just paying for the Yuffie DLC, chapters like you to me like two chapters and you're giving me like i don't know five hours of gameplay we'll say in that in those two chapters five to six hours like to me 20 is the max like and that's still pushing yeah. it in my opinion. but like 20 would be the max amount for that we're like the remind like the kingdom hearts 3 thing the story-based stuff was like an hour or so like a little over an hour and then you're paying for just fight all like to fight all the bosses in super super fucking hard mode, like that's like that that's pretty much what the DLC was. That sounds like that. fun. Oh yeah, no, I I, <laughs> I did one I did one battle of that and I stopped. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. But um, but yeah, like I said, I mean it's more Final Fantasy VII remake, so I'm excited for that aspect of it. I do want just fucking part two. Um, I do like how they are adding this into the story, like into like the first part of the story though, because usually because Yuffie you actually meet in the game right where basically right when where remake one ends, like where the yeah, first it's like you, ends. you can yeah you can get here like right after like the the world opens right like you can like yeah, find yeah. the place where she's hiding yep exactly or you or you get forced or she's forced into your party later in the game but it's oh, okay everyone gets her we'll yeah, but everyone gets her at this point of the game right after i got you. this game <laughs> yeah <we'll die>. um <laughs> but um so so Kind of, so it is kind of cool, like that they're going to intertwine her in here to see, like, oh, this is what she was doing before you met her, kind of thing. So that, in that aspect, it's kind of cool. But I understand Art's point as well. I'm just excited. To, I mean, I already had a chance to play it for free when you when you borrowed it, you know, and you gave it to me. But like, <laughs> I, 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 you know, all, all the all the crap aside, like, if I get to play a part of my PlayStation Plus, I, I might give it a spin, especially because like March for me, there's not much coming out in March. <laughs> There's a, I say the thing I always, I always remember about that the first part of the Final Fantasy remake that always goes understated is they've only released like two patches for that game since it launched. That's that's crazy, man. That is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Well, they they're working on the the PS5 upgrade the whole time. That's why. <laughs> all right, I think that that's the end of the presentation, right? I think that's all the Final Fantasy news. I think that's all we got for. That was it. That was, episode, right? that was that was the big ending. Beautiful. All right. Well, I think that's all we got for today. Unless anyone has any final thoughts on the the state of play outside of it being like, that's fine. That's how I felt about it. Yeah, not so much about the state of play, but the reception and the interwebs. People need to realize not everything is a E3 mega presentation where they're gonna drop some big news on you. I mean, you know, I mean, if, like, you, if if you don't have realistic expectations, that's on you. And like PlayStation also said, like we're gonna do ten yeah. games. We're doing we're doing some deep dives. Some of it, you know, some of it is gonna be new. Like, 
I don't know, man. Like, not everything, like you said, not everything needs to be megaton announcements. And for me as well, the way I, like, we talked about E3 earlier, like, some of these games that are going to be, like, shown this year have been in development for, like, years. So, like, they hit a benchmark. All right, by E3 2020, we're going to have a gameplay section that we can do, we can show at the E3 press conference. And that was, like, in 2018, 2019. So, like, we're going to get to that point here coming up in the summer or, or or fall where, like, all right, we're going to be seeing more more of what we anticipated seeing in that E3 time frame, um, which is obviously not now. So we're, like, months ahead of time on that now. And God knows if anything is even on time this year. Let's remember that, too. Maybe this was right. slated to have God knows how many more games. Like the, who knows how long the state of play was planned there might have been four or five more games that they thought they were going to be able to show at this point, but they can't because of COVID reasons. So, who knows? Yup. All right. That's all I got for you guys. I, I agree. And... What were you saying? I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Oh, sorry. No, I was just, no, I was just saying, like, this, this like, for me, like, I thought it showed a, great, a bunch of great stuff. Not a lot of stuff for me personally. Yeah. But this is what they showed was really, really good. Yeah, I agree. And, and a lot of this stuff is going to be like always. We'll wait and see when it comes out. It might be good. might be okay. It might be terrible. Who knows? Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's all we got for you this time. Stick heads. See you next time.